let's start from the health perspective. When we think about parasites, what are parasites doing to the body? What are parasites in the body? Some parasites are communal, which would mean that they're, they're there for a reason and they're creating balance in the body. They're doing things that help the body achieve homeostasis and they're regulatory per our digestive tract and, and how our body functions in absorption and elimination of food and other things. A lot of parasites are not communal and they are parasitic and they rob us of things that keep us in homeostasis and they wipe out certain compounds in the body, which ultimately leads towards devastation. And they eat up parts of the body that cause ultimate devastation. And they control parts of our conscious, which cause devastation. So my whole thing with parasites is I always knew about parasites. I learned about parasites when I was probably about 12, 13. It first started with roundworms and then tapeworms and then liver flukes and then gerardia. What's gerardia? Gerardia is, is a bacteria, parasitic infection. My eye's twitching, which means I think I have parasites and they're pissed we're talking about. <laughs> well, everybody has parasites. Okay, okay. Yeah. The difference is some are completely taken over by parasites. Yeah. The load factor. So we got to look at parasites as a load. It's just too much of a load for the body. And when that happens, all of a sudden, it doesn't start with all the parasite symptoms. It starts with you have a runny nose. You have itchy skin. You have a cough that doesn't go away. You're constantly getting sore throats. That could be parasitic infections. Parasites are lowering our immune response because they dysregulate it. That's what co-infections are. That's what Lyme, and then you have Epstein-Barr, and then you have all these different things. It's basically towing the line so thin that you have so many open fronts and now you're at war, not with, so if you want to win a war, the best way to win a war is to draw a line and know exactly where your target is and not allowing it to penetrate and knowing where to drop your bombs and to ar armor up. If there's two fronts, now you're at 50-50. If there's three, do you get, what I'm, you get where I'm going with this? So co-infections and having all these different layers opens up all these different fronts. Yeah. They attack mm -hmm. differently. They cause dysregulation of the immune system, basically an unharmonic frequency in the body. We're electrical. And that's why when people have these devastating outbreaks, it's because their central nervous system has just hit maximum stress load. The cortisol spiked, adrenaline spiked. They're constantly in sympathetic, which is fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, hide. And the body's immune system starts to cave in. And then that's when they start picking up all these autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune eventually leads to heart disease, cancer, metabolic diseases, things of that nature. They don't just randomly appear. And so parasitic infections, if left untouched and unaware, will devastate you and cause a, a laundry list of problems that are so gnarly and so depressing to think about what people go through yeah and i've studied these infections and i've looked at them very heavily like one of them in particular is called toxoplasma gondii have you heard of that no so they say about 60 percent of the country has it it's the cat parasite you get from cats it's a parasite that makes its way into the body and then eventually makes its way into your brain 
Once it's in the body, it's called toxoplasmosis. And this parasite is so intelligent. Keep in mind, parasites have been evolving for as yeah. long as this world has been here. Yeah. They're intelligent. Yeah. They know how to survive. They know how to build and burrow into the body, into the parts of the body that get no white blood cells. They know how to create biofilms and go under the biofilm so they can just feed and wreak havoc on the body. Super intelligent. They send signals to the nervous system, to different parts of the impulse control, to release ghrelin hormone or hunger hormone that starve you of glucose. So you're just craving sugar and craving sweets and all kinds of stuff. This then leads to depression, highs and lows, irregular heartbeat, muscle twitching, brittle hair, dry skin, psoriasis, unregulated sleep cycles. It's like all of these happen are happening all at once. This is how these devastation things happen. So the cat parasite, it's so crazy. So the rat gets it. Mm. It programs the rat to chase the cat. Wow. So the cat eats the rat and goes back into the host. Just, yeah. think, just think about that oh, for a yeah. second. Mm-hmm. That's making people promiscuous, yeah. doing risky behavior. That's a fact. This is some sci-fi movie. Yep. This is a real deal. Yeah. That's what I think about sometimes with parasites like to go. It's like with someone, when you see them kind of being out to lunch or like a little off, you're like, is it an entity? Is it a parasite? Like they kind of are both. But sometimes you can see someone and you're like, oh, something is in them. And that is not a human yep. that is operating that ship. Totally. And whether it's a parasite or not, but there, I guess I wanted to talk about that. There's a lot of research around, and in the Amazon too, there's also research around like parasites in the Amazon that can basically take over complete animals and then run the animals' brains and minds. Do you know about those? No, absolutely. Toxoplasmosis is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It it governs your CPU and your control center and your desires your survival needs, your energy towards others, you actually start becoming a parasite. Just think about that. Like you're embodying what you are within, right? And parasitic by nature has to feed off a host, right? How many people are out there unbeknownst to them? It's in their subconscious that they're operating as a vampire. Yeah. That's like energy vampires and people that are... They they don't even know it though, right? Like that's their operating system. Yeah. When we think about a parasite, I guess, just for the visual, I always think about like a tick inside of our body, but like on a very small level. Is there something that they look like or do they all look different? What is the visual that people should be having? They all look different. I mean, okay. hookworms, tapeworms, oh, yeah. ringworms, some of these things could be four feet long. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it come out of people's butts. My dad know? got one in Russia when he was young. Wow. I know. He but, lost like 30 pounds in a month. Yeah, because it's e- eating his nutrient supply yeah. and, and eating up everything. If someone can't gain weight, very likely they have a parasite, no matter what kind of food they put in their body. If their eyes are yellow and all of these things, those are signs that the liver is under stress because of a parasite, gallbladder is under stress, recirculating the feces from the parasites. That's another thing. Parasites are pooping in your body, which is, I mean... It's in where? Like your... In your bloodstream, in your tissues. Whoa. Yeah. They, and it's ammonia, right? Parasites are nitrogen breathing. They need nitrogen where mammalian cells are oxygen breathing. We're oxygen breathing. So they're nitrogen breathing. They're also feeding off glucose and they're feeding off protein. 
So they're actually like protein sinks in the body. They just eat up protein in your body. That's why a lot of information out there is coming out on a couple of things like multiple sclerosis, right? right? There is some information that MS is parasitic. It's eating up the myelin sheath. The myelin sheath is the jelly around the nerves. And that's what's happening. That's what's pushing people towards MS possibly. That along with probably artificial sweeteners and heavy metals, all these things, they're all part of the same toxic soup. They're a parasite in these infections. They love to live in toxic bodies. Yeah, Toxic bodies is heaven for them. They're thriving on them. They eat up all the cadmium and lead and all that kind of stuff in the body, the mercury. They love this poison in the body. It just goes hand in hand. And so for me, it's not about eradication. We cannot remove everything, but we can take the load off. And that's what we want to do. And we want to understand how this works. We also understand like, how can we be contracting parasites? Like where do they show up in our world? They show up number one from an immune system that's already down. So if your immune system's down, for example, your gut microbiome is not working properly. You're not producing the right enough hydrochloric acid. Then your first line of defense, which is your mouth and your gut, is already been broken away. So that's a dangerous game right there. That's why it's really important that our the acids in our stomach are strong, right? We can't be drinking electrolyzed alkaline water all day long. That's nuking the balance, the pH of our gut. That's Essentia water. Is that a bottled water? That's a bottled water that's like reverse osmosis, pH 9. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I love the idea of alkalinity, but that should be through our foods, our greens, mineralization, and perhaps spring water. But electrolyzed dead water and constantly drinking it, you could be causing dysbiosis in your gut. Right. We don't want that. Your oral health. Your oral health is the gateway. So if if your mouth is filled with infections and cavitations, dude, check this out. They've done cavitation surgeries. This is common now. And in the infection is Lyme. Disease? Oh, yeah. Spirochetes in the infection. Staph in the infection. H. pylori, helicobacter, gram-negative bacteria that is is in the cavitation under the wisdom tooth or wherever in the mouth. The oral health, this is the root cause. This is it. It's really important to to grab hold of and make sure that area is thriving. These bacterial infections, they get into the gut and they cause alkalosis in the tight junctions. You familiar with our tight junctions? No. This is how our gut, gut works. It's the micronized cellular structures that, the, that food eventually passes through. It's the, how permeable certain things are. These infections get in there and they expand those tight junctions and then all of a sudden you're getting undigested food hitting your bloodstream. Then your body has an autoimmune reaction, leaky gut. Okay. And leaky gut turns into just about every autoimmune you can imagine. Yeah. What the hell is autoimmune? Autoimmune. What a stupid name. It's almost like I was thinking about the pharmaceuticals where it's called like antidepressant. Yeah. They're called like antis. And it's like to make sure to add in the, yeah. It's terrible. It doesn't give you any insight. Yeah. It's worse than allopathic. It's like we're going to hide 99% of the root and just heal that tip briefly. Yeah. And 10 million other things might happen with it. That's the the problem with modern healthcare today is that we're really not addressing the root cause and getting into that. I've talked about this ad nauseum, so everybody else out there. So this isn't anything new. 
it just we got to get awareness of how this body works yeah. and the functions of that body and so oral health hydration and just not putting things in our body that could cause infections like maybe we shouldn't be eating sushi three times a week thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30. we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip tune into the full episode on the almost 30 podcast all episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.